Sana'y masabi sa awit kong ito Lahat ng ninanais nitong puso ko Sana saan man patungo sa buhay May pag-ibig, may pag-asa, may saya at saysay Sana sa bawat sandali matikman pa Sarap ng pagsasama at simpleng ligaya Tara na, sakyan lang, malay mo Andyan lang, andyan lang, hinahanap mo In our episode of Mike of New York, we're going to be discussing today with uh, Cherry Castalvi. And uh, Cherry is the owner and the face of Kamaya, a restaurant chain that has been growing rapidly along with its other services, which included during the pandemic things like groceries and other services for their customers that they have been constantly innovating in order to meet whatever the market needs are in the Filipino-American community. How long have you been in business now here in New York? Seven years. Seven years? In seven years, you've managed to basically take over the Filipino-American restaurant <laughs> uh, You're one of the biggest chains of restaurants now in in the Filipino community. community. Yeah, yeah. God has been good. And has blessed you well, as we can tell. Yes. But looking around, uh, you're everywhere. Tell us a little bit about Kabayan. Uh, Kabayan, actually, we are a restaurant that really our base is in uh, Pampanga. It is actually the culinary capital of the Philippines. So how we cook is how our grandmothers cook in the Philippines. All our ingredients really come from the Philippines. So, I mean, we, we do uh, fast food, uh, full service dining, we have food trucks, we have food carts. I mean, we do catering, we do events, we do almost everything. When you think about the time that your businesses have done the best, mm-hmm. is ironically one of the times that America in general is not at its best when it comes to business. That is true. There's COVID, there's all these things. During How the- are you able to do that at a time when everybody else is practically going out of business, you're growing and expanding? That's true. We have actually, during the pandemic time, we have opened two restaurants. We've, when the pandemic came, we have to acclimate about what, what the community needed. So we gave, we delivered um, meals and groceries to Filipino community, uh, especially to those uh, that are affected by COVID. We gave free deliveries. We sent all over whatever they need. So we had to acclimate to what was needed at that time. Almost all our branches, we didn't have groceries. All of them, we put groceries in all of them. 
just because that's what needed. There was no shortage of toilet paper, we have them. The shortage of this, we have it. So when you think about it, uh, you just gave what your community needed. At that time, because that's what that's what the community needed, and that's what's uh, that that's how we will survive the pandemic. Because there's no more dine-in at that time, we have restrictions on on closing the closing our dine-in, our full service. So we needed to think of. I thought and thought, what are we going to do to survive in order to survive? We did online deliveries, we did Grubhub, Uber Eats, DoorDash, and then we did groceries, and then we did deliveries, and then I hired Uber drivers just so that we can bring these groceries to the people that need it. We even did a program where new COVID patients that come home, we delivered to them, even if they are affected, so we... You know, we don't take cash. We have to do everything by card, so there's no contact between the driver and the customers. We've did everything possible for us to stay afloat during the pandemic. You're the lifeline for many Filipino American and Filipino nurses and medical workers, uh, providers in hospitals. Uh, when it comes to giving them the comfort food to sustain themselves during this time. Yes. Um, how do they get in touch with you? Because it's hard to deliver in a hospital in those times. It's very hard. We were, we were going to give free food. It's very hard to give free food during the pandemic. You're not going to believe that. It's very hard. You need to contact someone. There's so many guidelines. We emailed them. We're giving free food. People doesn't even contact us. I'm like... Elmer's Hospital, they were heavily affected. A lot of people died. A lot of nurses died, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, we wanted to give. We, I called, no one reached out to me. I called, no one reached out. But Mount Sinai, we were able to give some free food for, for everybody. That's frontliners. We're able to donate. Mrs. Castelvi tells us about how the restaurant chain has become so much more. It's become a driving force in the community, but also how it has become a barometer of how the community is doing. That in many cases, its success is also the success of the community as well. But there's been a downside to this for her. It's been hard for her to find workers for some of her restaurants. As the affluence exists among Filipino Americans in New York City and New York State, it's getting harder and harder to find Filipinos who are willing to work daily jobs that are as taxing and as labor intensive as working in food service or restaurants, or waiting tables, busing, cooking, cleaning, all very important tasks that in the past were easily filled by scores of new migrant Filipinos entering the New York environment. But now due to an increase in benefits and efforts by some groups to make it even more difficult for some employers to get the employees they really need because of a flood of other migrants from other countries, 
it is becoming a problem for some people like Cherry that even amidst their success for them to find the right people to fill all the jobs in those many places of business. But that's the downside. Let's hear the upside. Let's hear how in seven years her business has grown and been successful. Not just for her, but for her employees and the community as well, who are well served by Kabayan. Now, uh, you've done a lot of wonderful things, mm -hmm. but it is not, as we said, a wonderful time. Mm -hmm. uh, explain to us how the you know fuel prices, the grocery prices of commodities right now are, are going through the roof of the cost. I, how does this affect your business? It affects us tremendously right now because we're taking less profits. We're, we haven't really raised our prices that high because it's it's too high if our cost is now double some more than double but we can't price our our prices double it's too much for the community so right now we're taking less profit and right now for now we're we're okay with that we're making smaller profit but still we're getting our business uh, running I should say and also the problems of being in business in New York City. You have, you know, Shortage. crime being a problem. Right. Also, your customers are affected. They don't want to go out at night. Does this affect you also? This this does. Uh, because we have uh, our online deliveries and sometimes even catering events, we actually do deliver to them. Uh, it's the only way for us to, to, you know, do business right now. It has affected us a lot with the crime rate up, with uh, the rising prices, with the shortage of, of work and laborers, yes. You were mentioning you had trouble even finding workers for some of your new locations. Can you tell us about that? Uh, I'll give you an example. In our new locations in Suffolk, we're already giving free housing, we're giving free transportation and free food. We're still not getting anyone. I don't know what's going on, but there is a shortage of work. So a lot of our workers are uh, working a lot of hours, and they're working multiple positions. They're wearing two, three hats, which they're not supposed to do, but they are doing it. We have no choice. And going back again to the peace and order and problem situations, have any of your workers been affected by it directly, but mugged or hurt? No, but uh, we've heard of some Filipinos who were mugged. And unfortunately, <laughs> I don't know, I'm hoping that soon with the new programs, by, with the new mayor putting more security, we could be able to assure the Filipino community, the Asian community as a whole, to feel secure to again. Do you feel secure opening businesses in New York with the current situation? Absolutely. Absolutely, because I, I truly believe that God is with us. We would not be able to accomplish what we have accomplished in seven years without Him on our side. So it's to you, it doesn't matter who's in office, whether it's a Republican, whether it's a Democrat, it, what matters is 
your business is successful because of what you do. Because of what we do. Because of what we do, and we try to accommodate the needs of the community, and we're sensitive to the situation of what's going on, whether it's pandemic, uh, uh, race, uh, price hike on on gas or anything. Yes, we're truly sensitive to what our surroundings. It's the only way to survive. And last question. Where do you see Kabaya in another seven years? How do your goals are for that? Um, maybe right now. I know we've opened a lot within seven years. We've expanded ourselves. Right now, maybe just maintaining what we what we have and growing them uh, in regards to probably catering. We have another big big project right now that we haven't really. When we have a project, we, we, we don't really tell people until we acquire that project. So we have a big project right now that we're really excited about. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to say or add? Uh, Anyone you'd like to thank in closing? Oh, all our customers that patronate that patronizes us and all our allies and all the businesses all the producers that help us to be on our side I mean and all the other businesses I mean this Filipino community I know there's a lot of Filipino restaurants but in some way somehow we are together in this because right now we are all struggling to make it yeah and you made it yeah we made it thank you so much man. thank you Ms. Jerry Castaldi and the Kabayan restaurant owner and CEO is an example of how success can come forward for those who operate restaurants and other community service oriented businesses such as groceries and those that give the basic services to people. It is very much a labor-intensive task that is also filled with love for the community that they service. And as Jerry said, an example of how there is a sign indeed from above that God rewards those who serves others and serves them well. Their success is something that is clear and easy to see. I'm Mike of New York, Mike Cohen, and this has been my podcast for this week as we continue to try and bring you uplifting stories and the good side of what is good. And also letting you know that there's a lot where good can be so much better if we just all work together. Have a great day. Daddy, bike tayo. Anak, hindi pwede si Daddy, may work. 
Kuya, bite tayo. Sorry, may glasses ako eh. Busy pa silang lahat eh. Okay lang. Sabado na naman bukas. Sabado na bukas?